Yeah, we know it'll never happen, but hey, it's worth a shot. Hollywood, hire us. Sorry, I'm laughing. Is it actually working? It is now. Oh, okay. I was about. I was gonna start it with that creepy whisper. What better place than here? What better time than now? Uh, which is which is a non sequitur, really, because it was more leading into. Are well, we recording yet? I was gonna say, what better time than now? Click. All hell can't stop us now. Apparently, it can. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> you know. Every time I hear that, I don't think of it's all hell. I think it's all hell, like A W H E L L, like someone's all hell. All hell can't <laughs> stop us now. <laughs> it's the redneck rage against the <laughs> redneck rage against. The- Okay, seriously though, have you heard about, they've been, um, there's been, there's been a bunch of right-wing people getting really (laughs) shitty about it. Man, I really wish Rage Against the Machine would take the politics out of their music. I'm like, really? How's that, how's that working out for them? Tell me you've never listened to a Rage Against the Machine song without telling me. Without telling me, yeah. (laughs) What the fuck, yo? (laughs) What, What do you think they're raging against? What's this machine? Are they like Terminator fans? Yeah. Come on. And that's not, you know, that's not saying that Rage Against the Machine didn't rage against, you know, the shit that, you know, the, you know, Democrats have done. They have. Oh, yeah. Oh, they rage against the machine. They rage against all of it. They don't trust either party. (laughs) They're like, fuck both parties. (laughs) Basically. I think that's what we need to as a country get to and just get rid of the damn two party system. That's about as much politics as I plan on getting into. I made the comment earlier. I'm going to get this out of the way because we are recording on September 1st that it is now the month of Billy Joe Armstrong memes, and I really want to avoid it so bad. Mm, I I can live without that. Much like in April, when you get to the last week of April, it's like, ah, crap, here comes Timberlake. Because it's going to be May. <laughs> See, now, I always think of, because I'm a Jonathan Colton fan, I always think whenever the 1st of May hits, I always think his song, the 1st of May. First of May, first of May, outside fucking starts today. <laughs> Love that song. I would rather that be a meme. Yeah. I, I made what some, the fuck, internet? You're slacking. I made some comment on something the other day, and I can't remember if it was Shakespeare related. And I was like, can you, can you imagine, like, if we were to take Shakespeare projects now, like if we're going to make, like, Shakespeare lives in this century, Shakespeare TikToks. Can you imagine? Oh, man, it'd be wild. I would be Shakespeare's oh, Twitter posts. Oh my God. It'd be so great. I can imagine like if I were actually teaching and had a class that gave a crap, like I would teach Shakespeare and that would be the project. Take a play and give me like three TikToks to summarize this play as the characters. Nice. Like if Juliet had a Twitter feed or if Romeo, Romeo's Twitter feed would be so stupid. He would be one week. Oh, it'd be emo just, as fuck. It would be. He'd be pining over Rosalind. For like however long so many p and then like the next post would be met a new girl hashtag past is the past <laughs> like and everyone's like dude you're take some meds <laughs> <laughs> oh speaking of uh speaking of bringing old things into the new heather's the musical is going to be uh is they filmed a live version of it, and it's going to be on Roku, uh, the Roku channel, uh, for free. Oh, nice. Uh, I want to say September 16th. Well, hopefully it makes its way to something I have access to. <laughs> do you not have Roku on? No, you? I do, do you not, not have a Roku stick or nothing? No. 
What? Got okay, f- fine. You'll have to come over to my place. I have a fire it. stick upstairs, I think. But uh, I have yep. a whole bunch of other streaming apps. Not that one. There's too many. Yeah. And now, what was it? Paramount Plus is buying Showtime? Seriously? I think Showtime's and Paramount Plus are merging from something I read the other day. Oh, I hadn't heard that. That'd be great if they do. Yeah? I mean, it, in a way, it kind of makes sense because... Okay, basically for... Um, we were going to get into this anyway because I was going to talk a lot of shit about HBO and Warner Brothers. Hey, this is my unintentional segue. It worked. So, good job. Um, <laughs> I was I was going further back for other stuff, but that's okay. We can start with that. Basically, okay. If you... if <clears throat> I was... I went down a Wikipedia rabbit hole the other day, and I was reading about, you know, the golden age of Hollywood, quote-unquote, when everything was basically owned by roughly five to eight studios. Right. If you think about it, and, and eventually in the, I think in the 50s, late 50s, early 60s, somewhere in there, uh, they they hit they hit that shit hard with antitrust monopoly laws and broke all of that all that stuff up but now if you think about it it's kind of come back around full circle because there's basically there's basically five major companies that own everything you know all the entertainment shit in yeah. Hollywood because you got Viacom which basically owns I think Paramount CBS all that stuff Sony I think Sony's in the Viacom so, no, Sony is themselves. It's not Sony is still themselves. Okay. Sony is themselves. Um, Disney Plus, which owns well Disney, yeah, Disney is Disney. Fucking everything. They own Fox. They own Marvel, Disney, you know, etc. Touchstone. Hello, can I help? You, you have Time Warner. Time Warner, which is now Discovery, Warner Brothers, etc., etc. And then you've got um, Universal, which is NBC, um, NBC Universal, all that stuff. But yeah, Vi- but yeah, Viacom is Paramount and all that stuff, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's we're kind of back to the same thing cuz so yeah, if you it's really kind of come full circle. It's a shell game. More or less. So I had a thought about the golden age of Hollywood. I can't remember exactly what brought it on, but I'm hoping that eventually we've got this new generation of people in Hollywood, they're the up and comers, the young people, like the Stranger mm-hmm. Things kids and the right. Duffers and all that. And I'm hoping the Duffers aren't going to have some sort of scandal come out. And I regret saying this, but Hollywood in and of itself, the idea of it is predatory. And I say that because you have the Harvey Weinsteins of Hollywood, mm-hmm. but they are a product of the golden age of cinema where all these sleazebag producers of those major studios you were just talking about saw all the dreams in these young starlets' eyes and are like, yeah, we can make all your dreams come true, but what are you going to do for me? There's a reason that the casting couch thing is a running gag thing in Hollywood movies and people make jokes about it because it was a real thing. Yeah, it was. And I'm hoping, I mean, now Seth MacFarlane has no shits to give. He'll make cracks about it. Dude, Seth, Seth MacFarlane and Family Guy were making jokes about that shit way before any of yeah. it ever. Like, they made a Kevin Spacey joke way before anyone. Right. So I'm hoping that we're we're on this cusp 
of a better Hollywood. Well, we're not because Warner Brothers and Discovery are fucking around with shit. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that, but I'm hoping at a certain point the old guard who are all products of this sleazebag crap tradition that they're holding true. I'm hoping the new the new blood kind of drowns that out. Whether it be through fire or sneaky maneuvers, I don't care. <laughs> I'm as with everything, I'm 100% for burning everything down and starting over. <laughs> I advocate that for most everything about this this country, but and, oh, what made me think of that? I remember what thought I thought about it was the the thing about victorious and uh, iCarly, the actress that was on that, Jeanette McCurdy. Oh yeah, she basically wanted to kill herself because, because of, of this one dude. And because they, it, of that producer, yeah, that producer who was also on a TV show, if I remember correctly, when he was younger, like head of the class or something. Uh, maybe. But yeah, that sleaze bag. Yeah, that kind of thing. Um, sexualizing kids and all that creepy shit that shouldn't be going on. I'm yeah. hoping we're going to like now that that's out in the open. Thank God and that she didn't kill herself. Great. And she's being honest about it, but I'm hoping that it might take us another generation to get there, but I'm hoping that Hollywood is about to get turned the, on its ear. I think the thing that makes me throw up the most is when I think back about um, Michelle Trachtenberg actively had a thing where she couldn't be in the same room with Joss Whedon alone. Uh, that's saying something. That is. That's that's unfortunate. That is unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. I understand, like, you know, from the comments from the Justice League set, you're like, oh, he's a misogynist. Gotcha. I just hope, it, I just want it to stop there. I, I, <laughs> I don't want it to be worse. I mean, that's bad enough. And maybe that was it. They just didn't want him making her cry. I have no clue. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, this this particular article that I'm going to talk about at the moment is from the Infinity Train creator because no, very notoriously, Warner Brothers had um, Discovery yanked a bunch of stuff off of their off of the HBO Max streaming platform, and a good chunk of it was animated series. And um, the creator had a lot of things to say. <laughs> he said. The way Discovery went about this was incredibly unprofessional, rude, just straight-up slimy. And he said, I think most everyone who makes anything feels this way. Across the industry, talent is mad, agents are mad, lawyers and managers are mad, even execs at these companies are mad. I can't think of a single person who works in animation and entertainment that, when you bring all this up, doesn't say, what the fuck are they doing? How do they plan to have anyone ever want to work with them again? Because why, why would we? What is the point of making something, spending years working on it, Putting in nights and weekends doing their terrible notes, losing sleep, not seeing our families, if it's just going to be taken away and shot in the backyard. It's so incredibly discouraging, and they're definitely not going to be getting their best work out of whoever decides to stay. We're working at the intersection of art and commerce, but the people in charge have clearly forgotten they'll have no commerce without the art. <laughs> and <clears throat> he also continues on by saying uh, he's... Um, right now, most well-known art is, for the most part, owned by about five gigantic multinational corporations, like I was talking about earlier. That means they also own our culture. If you own our culture, then you also own our history and our access to it. Should a handful of companies own that, much less have the monopoly they have on it right now? While pirating because you simply don't want to pay for something is theft of labor, when something's being restricted to create artificial scarcity... That's a whole different conversation on pirating series. So basically he's saying if 
You want to watch Infinity Train and you can't find it. Find a way to find it. Exactly. I like how I read their article that some of the executives are saying that the Batgirl footage, none of it's even on their server. Like, it's just, it's gone. Damn. Like, like they, there might be some, like, I keep talking, they talk about, like, leaking some scenes here and there of, like, the Michael Keaton scenes. Let's put those out just so people can see what we did. But the Warner Brothers execs who are also, some of them, like you said, the ones who are, are just as pissed off about this shit as others are probably, are like, look, it's, we don't even have it. And yeah, it's and just you, gone. And the thing that looks the most shady about that is they, let me see if I've still got that article on here. They, um, you know, they, <laughs> they're going through all these fucking hoops to try to keep the Ezra Miller Shit, trash yes. movie going and you cancel Batgirl. Yeah. Not, that a is good, not a good look. Not a good look. Let's all right. It's a <clears throat> biracial Batgirl. Let's the, uh, <clears throat> the last thing I read about the la one of the last things I read about it was that, um, basically they had to threaten as basically the only reason Ezra Miller is like, trying to get his shit together is because they they flat out threatened to just fucking throw that movie away. I know he had to go have a meeting with some of the top Warner execs and it was sort of, I guess, the come to Jesus of... Uh, Basically, yeah. I'm sorry. I made some really bad mistakes. He's owning up to whatever mental issues he's going. They, sorry. He's a they, them, too. Uh, they. that what They're going through. And... Well. Whatever they're, whatever they're going through, they need to get their shit together. <laughs> yes, they are. Working on it. Going to go to rehab. I mean... Get some medicine. I mean, I'm... Yeah, if you've got legitimate mental issues, that's fine. <laughs> I get that. Get some help. But, I mean... But there's also an intersection of, are you really, you know... Are you just being a dick to be a dick? Or, are you act or do you actually have issues? And, you know... Sometimes some people walk that line really fine in fucking Hollywood. And I'm just saying they might be one of them. <clears throat> but another one of... Can, can we help you? I don't even know where all Is, this stuffing came from. Oh. I had no idea what that was. The, the dog has destroyed something. Oh, wow. We just got that toy today. And it's already... Damn. Decapitated. Um... Circling back, um, talent agents are advising actors who want to work for Warner Brothers to run away. Well, yeah. So that's that's pretty bad. What was it, like a $3 billion budget cut or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, they, um, a lot of insider and outsider sources are advising their talents to stay away from Warner Brothers uh, because, of, because of that. You know what will solve the problem and fix Warner Brothers? Just open that water tower. Let them out again. <laughs> the Animaniacs? Just let them out. Let <laughs> Yakko, Wacko, and Dot will fix this shit. <laughs> we, already, we just let them out not too long ago. Yeah, they probably locked them back in the water tower. Duct tape poor Dot's mouth shut. But yeah, it, this, is, this is one of the quotes from this article. When you put your soul and life into an art form that finally sees the day of light, light of day, whatever, Weird phrasing. And and it then goes on to have a following from lots of people around the world. Wouldn't it hurt to see it being abruptly pulled down from the platform it was on with you not being able to do anything about it? And the question is, yeah. The answer is yes. Yes, it would. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's... 
I I don't understand what they're doing. I mean, well, and the um, but yeah, basically, basically, people are not trusting Warner Brothers right now. I wouldn't either. And I mean, oh yeah, that was that was the name of the article. Tell us more about how white men are being canceled <laughs> about the Ezra Miller thing. Right. Yeah, DC fans, they, the, the, DC fans cry racism as Warner Brothers cancels Batgirl while saving Ezra Miller's Flash by any means necessary, despite his their Right. Genius. Like the the second they got into trouble with the first arrest of assaulting somebody or choking a fan at an at an appearance or something, like they should have canned that movie then, or they should have went ahead and recast. If we're doing Flashpoint, that's an easy recast right there. Yeah. <laughs> and um an, and another related article um says lots of black and brown people lost their jobs former hbo max exec says streaming platform is super conservative says people don't know how white the staff is so there's some ugly shit coming out now is basically what i'm getting at oh come on this better be the catalyst for change that's what i want it to be i want i want the gatekeepers gone as much creativity as you can find on a Reddit thread or Tumblr and TikTok and YouTube. These these are the those are the creatives that you need to be trying to get ideas from and allowing to make a movie or a TV show. They're the they're the ones they're putting it out there anyway. Uh I know I'm beating a dead horse here, but legendary uh you know, the studio that produced like Dune, the Godzilla movies. Kong, yep. Yeah, all that. They're leaving Warner Brothers. Their partnership, their deal has expired, and they're not renewing it. Oh, hell no. I'd, so they're going I'd to, go someplace that I would know I'd be somewhat safe. They're in talks with either Sony or... They're in talks with Sony and Paramount. And the last thing I'm going to say about this whole mess of shit is... Um, one of the things that the guy from... Um, the creator of Infinity Train... He was talking about... Um, the... The... The, 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 um, how the executive, you know, Zap, whoever, whoever's in charge of Discovery, you know, how he's talking about, you know, how it's saving money or whatever. And this is what he says. Not, not Zaslav, the, um, Infinity Train creator. He says, our pay is not complete without the ongoing residuals. Those residuals aren't paid directly to the artists. They actually go to our union to pay for our health care. So not paying artists residuals on their work means they're indirectly defunding our healthcare. This also means that music and actor residuals will stop. For reference, the first quarter of this year, I made $388.45 off residuals from voicing 1-1. We're not talking about a whole lot of money here. That's the equivalent of a studio accidentally buying an extra office chair. <laughs> so, yeah, these little... He said it... He said it's a very small drop in the bucket to the $3 billion that they're trying to save. And, of course, the other claim is that the stuff that was removed was infrequently watched. Which is crap, because some a couple of those shows were some of the most watched shows, like Close Enough and uh, Infinity Train in particular, were heavily, were heavily watched. So, I mean, it's... Oh, Basically, man. what I'm saying is everybody's calling bullshit. You know what? I wish I had money. I, I do, too. I, I would open up a studio and be like, come to me. You we, got will put, we will show these fuckers how it's done. 
You got ideas, we got some time. Let's go. <laughs> I will give you whatever you need to make these ideas come to life. Right. Let, let's let's kick these people in the nuts that are acting like assholes. Yeah. And if they don't survive the coming war, so be it. <laughs> I will pick up the remains and welcome them too. <laughs> what I find <clears throat> what I find crazy is that I thought Warner Brothers and HBO Max was doing really well until Discovery bought them. Like, yeah, like it's literally just this. And the fact so that Discovery's wanting to change it. Like, if I were in the position where I'm high, I could buy HBO Max. I'd let it keep doing its thing because that's yeah. been successful. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe tell them to watch the number of crappy DC movies they put out. Or at least, you know, get somebody to mastermind them that's going to put out a good movie. I mean, Matt Reeves... Man, I'll, I'll watch more of his Batman movies. I'll watch his Batman universe. Well, the good the good news on that front is there. Um, so far, things that are salvaged are the Peacemaker series is confirmed to still be going. The Penguin series is confirmed to still be in development, and so is. Um, are they doing? Are they still doing Harley and Poison Ivy, or did they cancel oh, that? No, uh, Harley Quinn got a got a season four renewal. Okay, so good. That, so that did get renewed. Yay, Kaylee! And so did. Ah, um, uh, there was another one. Oh, the Green Lantern Corps. That that one's still safe. Good, because I was I was actually kind of looking forward to seeing them redeem the Green Lantern somehow. So yeah, they 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 did re, they did re, renew that. I cannot fucking believe that they let Batman the Cape Crusader go though. Right, and Kevin Smith, which was been, the revival of the Batman animated series. Is it? I know it was Bruce Tim. Oh, okay. Well, and it's Diedrich Bader as the voice. Yeah, I can't believe they let that go. That would have been like printing fucking money. Kevin What's Smith it? said Disney should buy it. Oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> that that would just be the biggest fuck you on the planet. It would be. I would laugh my balls off. Watch Disney be like, you know what? Hey, hey, Discovery, we'll just buy one or we'll just can buy you DC imagine off if, you. Can you imagine if Disney bought DC out from under Warner Brothers? That would be hilarious. They've got the money, and apparently, I'm going to guess that Discovery wants the money. If they're, if, they're, if they're trying to do this $3 billion oh, you budget want $3 cut. $3 billion for, for DC? We'll take it. <laughs> yeah. I would laugh my ass off. Because then we can do a DC Marvel crossover and oh, we will have all the money. Oh, shit. <laughs> you would literally, you would, you would actually be printing money at that point. Y'all can line up to kiss the mouse's balls. That's what you can do. That's what happened. <laughs> The mouse must feed. <laughs> um, I, but yeah, I'm just, I, like I said, I'm shocked as hell. In, in news that's probably a little less shocking, Resident Evil series was canceled by Netflix. <sighs> you know, I... But I heard it wasn't that great. I so. was going to say, I haven't watched it. I wasn't even aware they were making it until it popped up on my Netflix thing. Like, new to Netflix, Resident Evil series. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, no, I've got too many other series to watch. I got to... Right. I still am behind on Lock and Key. I haven't caught up on Umbrella Academy that thankfully is only going to get one more season. So then I don't worry about falling too far behind. Oh, please. You can't you can't even imagine how many how many shows I'm behind on. I haven't even I was going to watch Halo. Haven't did that. I did hear good things about that. I have not. Haven't did even that. though I'm not a, even though that. I'm not a Halo person. And of course, as you and I have discussed, apparently Kevin Smith is wanted to do a sequel to Tusk, which OK. Which I was talking about with Scarlett earlier. She's like, really? Like, do we need that? Like, that was an abomination, she says. I I understood. I liked the 
creative aspect and how out of left field it was. Still haven't seen it. <clears throat> I don't even have it on DVD. Take a drink, everybody. <laughs> I, I keep meaning to pick it up. I don't have it. I don't have it or Yoga Hosers. I have both of those on Blu-ray, I believe. But I don't feel and like... And on digital. I don't feel like we need a full-on Tusk sequel. What I want to see, what I would like to see is Moose Jaws. I do want Moose Jaws. Because I believe when he was talking about his... The whatever North trilogy he's calling it, his Canadian trilogy. Yeah. Um, Johnny Depp's character was going to be the consistent thing throughout the three of them. That his little French Canadian inspector. Ah, yeah. So he was going to be in Moose Jaws. And and now it's going to be Amber Heard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the look on your face when I said that. That was worth it. Oh. Go on. Go on. Um, I don't even know how to follow that. Uh, he said. Because <laughs> in, in Yoga Hosers, he makes that character makes a reference to the events of Tusk. Like, okay. he wrote a book about the events of Tusk. Got it. And that's what became. So my thought is for our sequel to Tusk, if we're really wanting to check in and see what the hell's going on with Justin Long as a walrus, you have that in Moose Jaws, like a scene or two. Like he did, you've not seen Jay and Bob reboot yet, but there is at least a five, ten minute Chasing Amy sequel in the middle of Jay and Bob reboot. Fuck yeah. Well, now I'm now I've depth. That put it up a little bit higher on my to-watch list. And that, and that came about because he reached out, reconnected with Affleck, because they hadn't talked for a while, because Kevin was, just, every time he opens his mouth about some story about Ben when he was young and immature, people grab onto it, and then they're getting onto Ben now yeah. for shit he did in the 90s. Yeah. Or how he's, ignorant things he said in the 90s. Which isn't fair. Which isn't fair. He has grown and experienced a lot of life between mall rats and dazed and confused and now. But he just felt like, you know, maybe Ben doesn't want me around. I'll just leave him alone. And well, so and finally, it's, after his and, heart attack. And, and, and in, a, in a way, in a, in a way, I kind of understand why Ben kind of gets pissed when Giver Kevin opens his mouth. Because even it's not technically Kevin's fault that they take his shit out of context. True. And but, it's, it's not. But it, I don't know. He's and he's telling what he thinks are cute, funny stories about Ben because they're then, friends and Ben's right. a goofball. And and ah. and this is not the world we live in anymore. Yeah. yeah, not when you're you were attached to Jennifer Lopez at one point and the public like completely like flipped on you on that. And then Jennifer Garner. Well, <clears throat> as much as back I, to JLo. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to say that everybody in Hollywood's a. I'm not trying to victim blame or nothing, and I'm not trying to take away from, you know, movements like Me Too and stuff like that, but it seems like basically everybody's looking for an excuse to to send someone to the Phantom Zone, basically. Yeah. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, as soon as you can find out some shitty thing about some about a celebrity, let's get them the fuck canceled. Yeah. Now, don't eventually me, we won't have any celebrities. Let's not keep doing that. Don't get me wrong. Some people need to be canceled. <coughs> Kevin Spacey. Um, but sadly, yes. But I mean, you can't like, like you can't go back. You know, in night. You know, this person in 1990 said, "I hate tacos." Well, all of a sudden, they're fucking racist against Mexicans. Yeah, it's you know, it's. 
that's it, it's not a fair analogy, but I'm what I'm saying is they they try to spin it into dumb shit like that is what I'm getting right. at. And and it's like you don't you don't even give them a chance to be like, hey, you remember you said this thing in 1993 about how the most challenging thing an actor can do is as a man is kiss another man. Like yeah. that is a young actor who's inexperienced. And up until that point, that was the most challenging thing he was going to have to do was right. kiss Jason Lee. Right. Can you not give him a chance? Like, Hey, can you remember th- You remember saying that? Oh yeah. I was an idiot. You know, I've grown blah, blah. Give him a chance to own up to it and change. Give him right. to acknowledge that people can change. But it's, and I mean, it's just, you know, like I said, we're so, everybody's so hungry to throw the next person on the fucking burn pyre for the witches that, you know. And, and a lot, and not a lot, some of the times, the Affleck thing right now being what we're talking about, and it's less about they did a bad thing. It's more, they're famous and I'm not. <laughs> yeah. It, it is it's a jealousy thing. Like, how dare this kid from Boston him and his best friend win an Oscar on their first screenplay. <laughs> and then they just take over Hollywood for a while. And then we have to deal with his horribly bright white veneers and Armageddon. And <laughs> I mean, it's just, it is what it is. I mean, like I said, and, and again, <clears throat> I don't feel it's fair to compare. I don't feel it's fair to compare what people did back in, you know, the nineties versus what they do now. I don't feel it's a fair comparison because if you're going to go that route, you got to look at everybody doing stupid shit back in, you know? Yeah. I mean, what are you going to hold Mel Brooks accountable for all the jokes that he's had in all of his films? What, or where does it end? You know? Right. I mean, there's, we live in a different time now and everybody's, you know, people are catching up. You shouldn't give them a chance to catch up. That's what you should do. Just yeah. let them catch up. And you shouldn't put their, you shouldn't hold them. I, I don't know any, I don't even know what I'm trying to say anymore. It's not, we want to hold people accountable when it's something that they need to be held accountable for. But you also need to, yeah, if we're like, going to hold someone to a standard, give them a chance to try to get to that standard we're going to hold them to. Yeah. If they're not meeting it, then like, hey, you. Here's the standard we hold you at because you're a celebrity. You're in the public eye. We kind of expect you to be inclusive and not say hateful, stupid shit, ignorant shit and whatever. Stop. And then they can be like, hey, you're right. OK, I'm going to do better. And, you know, as a <clears throat> as a as a more modern day example, look at how quickly everyone fucking turned on Will Smith. And yeah, I'm- but now people are turning back. Because Chris Rock made a joke about how they asked him to host the Oscars and he wasn't going to go host the Oscars now. But he made some joke about how that would be like something about Nicole Simpson Brown. He made a Nicole Brown Simpson Brown oh, joke shit. in relation to it. And I'm not sure the context. I just know now people are like, he what now? And that's all it takes. And he's a comedian. He's supposed to be able to make jokes. He's supposed to be able to push the boundaries. Mm hmm. But at the same time, it, you, I don't know. <laughs> Carlin never censored himself. Carlin didn't care who he offended. 
And I'm sure if you want to go back, man, people be canceling Carlin left and right. Oh, I can't even. I can't even imagine how George Carlin would even work his material in in today's day and age. He, I have would, no idea. he wouldn't change a damn thing about what he did. He would do his he would do his bits, and if you liked it, cool. If you didn't, he would tell you to go get fucked. Well, yeah, he that's would. why he would tell you. <laughs> he he would, but I just how would people react to it now? Oh, is what I mean. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's like, a very different. It's it's so weird. So, but he connected. He reconnected with Affleck. Because, you know, the heart attack. And then he was like, man, I'm making this movie, Jam Bob reboot. There's something missing. And it's it's my boy. Like, and everybody kept telling him, dude, just just call him, text him something. Just reach out. Yeah. And he finally did. And uh, I think he said he poured, poured his heart out. It was very like heartfelt um, apology. But it was more of like, you know, coming to the point where I nearly died. And I'm looking back at all my life and blah, blah, blah. He made some reference. I think I may have mentioned this on an earlier podcast. It was something about the old King where the gold starts to lose its luster. And all you want to do is, uh, make movies with your friends again. Yeah. He, he paraphrased and I can't remember what it's from. And people are going to, ah, I'm like, we got six to 10 people to listen to this. No one's going to vilify me for forgetting what he, what he was paraphrasing. Yeah. But Affleck's response was leave it to you to compare yourself to a King. <laughs> and that's when Kevin went, my friend's back because he's yep. giving me shit. And so he's like, I'll, I, I'll write a scene for you. We want Holden to come back because we're doing a Jay and Bob reboot. Now there's a whole convention around them mm. called Chronicon. It's all about Blunt Man and Chronic because yeah. it's this big, big thing now. But we want to bring Holden back. And he's like, oh, cool. I'll, I'll show up. I'll, I'll whatever you want me to do, man. If it's a scene, a couple lines, I'll cameo, whatever. I'll, I want to come down and be a part of it. And he was like, awesome. So he wrote this scene and it just kept becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. And it became a, a chasing, a chasing Amy thing. Cause he brought back J- Joey Lauren Adams for it too. Fuck yes. And it's Jay and Bob run into him again. And now Holden's a father. And like, it's all this, <laughs> it's really cool. It's a nice little button to, to chasing Amy that we didn't get with, with Jay and Bob strike back. Cause it was more of a, he seemed like Holden and Banky were kind of the, here it is dangerous to go along alone. Take this yeah. off type thing. Yeah. So I don't, it, I like Jay and Bob reboot. I, I think there's, there's probably people out there who hated it, but I mean, when you, the fact that he's making fun of it for being a reboot while making it a reboot, like it's just, yeah, <clears throat> I get it. I and get that's why it, I, I do believe, like you were mentioning, I do believe Mallrats 2 is still on the on the table. Kevin is all about spinning multiple plates until one makes it somewhere. Yeah. So like season two, he's already posted some teaser images for Masters of the Universe season two. Nice. And I swear I saw the Shira crown in it. Oh, because he's wanting to he wants to bring in the horde. They they tease the horde in it. So you want to bring in Hordak. Well, you can't bring in Hordak if you don't bring in She-Ra. Yeah, that's true. So I, and he, I, I, I think they probably got Lundgren involved somehow. I can't remember. There's got to be more voice actors, but uh, I had another thought a second ago when we were talking about Kevin Smith stuff. And I was like, oh, I was going to talk about this. And I forget what I was going to say. Uh, oh, I remember I was talking about Carlin. It reminded me of another person who would not survive today's landscape is Dice. Oh, shit. No. I no, mean, no, no. <laughs> now he still does the same stuff now. 
but we're used to that's what he is. Like we're used to that character. We kind of expect the very blue comedy coming out of him. That's offensive and vulgar and whatever. Mm. So, you know, Vice was doing the dark side of wrestling and they did the dark side of the 90s. Mm-hmm. They're doing the dark side of comedy. Oh, really? And he is one of the specials. Well, now I need to now I need to watch those. Yes, I, I need to find that because he has the dark side of dice and how like people could not believe this dude is selling out Madison Square Garden and performing in arenas. Doing nursery rhymes. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> So it takes all kinds. It does. Um, I, I like the thing that you, speaking of comedians, I like the thing that you sent me about, um, having Sasha Baron Cohen become the Joker. <laughs> that's a whole other level of, that's a whole other level of crazy that I don't know that the world is ready for. Oh no, they're not. It would be amazing though. Not at all. I mean, because you've seen what he can do with just, nonsense like Borat and Bruno I can't begin to imagine what he would do with an icon like the Joker what was it it's uh I saw it was a meme and it was uh it's crazy that we kept trying to stop to top Heath Ledger's Joker with more scary Jokers instead of putting Sasha Baron Cohen in the brightest purple suit we could find and let him mind a kind of terror that we weren't ready for yeah and I love the quote. It is, give me your tears, Batman, or I'll take them from you. Yes. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. And people, it wouldn't be. I feel like if you were going to give that role to Sasha Baron Cohen, he would take multiple Jokers and he'd marry them together. You would get Cesar Romero meets Mark Hamill. Oh, it'd be that. <laughs> With a little bit of Heath Ledger thrown in. Are you and possibly even Jack Nicholson. It would be absolutely batshit insane. Speaking of uh, Tim Burton Batman villains, did you see Danny DeVito? He uh, commented that his penguin's better <laughs> than fucking uh, Colin. Than Colin Farrell. He's he even mentioned <laughs> Colin's a buddy. I love him. We're friends. And I watched I watched the new Batman movie, and my penguin's better. <laughs> I'm like, thank you, Danny DeVito. He's also said that if he doesn't get cast in the live-action Hercules remake that Disney doesn't have a hair on their ass. I, he has to... <laughs> if, if they do a live-action Hercules, he's got to be fucking Puck. He's he's all about it. He's flat-out like, yes. He's got to be. I mean, what... what You don't have to do some practical effects. You make him some furry leggings, and the dude already... He has the stature of a satyr. <laughs> and as much as... Honestly, as much as I don't agree with James Woods's conservative views... I still want him for fucking Hades because he <laughs> oh, was yes. just so goddamn good. Yeah, that those would be two from that movie I, I would keep. I mean, absolutely. I, I say what you say what you want about James Woods as a person, but as an actor, he's fucking good. He's kind of I think he's also getting to the point where, like, especially when you think about him on like Family Guy. That he's leaning into the weirdness of himself, that he's almost becoming another Nick Cage. Yeah, kind of, kind of. So can we not get those two in a movie? Like it, Playing like it, themselves. I want like a movie, it, like the sequel to Nick Cage's uh, Burden of Blah, Blah, Blah. I want a sequel of it's Nick Cage and James Woods as Nick Cage and James Woods. Or flip it. Nick Cage plays James Woods. James Woods plays Nick Cage. 
I'll tell you who else. <laughs> I'll tell you who else occasionally leans into their weirdness is uh, Christopher Walken. Oh yes, Walken will lean into it every so often too. Definitely, he definitely didn't Joe Dirt. <laughs> I forgot he was a Joe he Dirt. He definitely oh leaned into his weirdness. Oh my god, I forgot about that. He went full on with it though in those skits in Saturday Night Live when he was like the. It was all first-person point of view, and he's, oh, like, yes. blocking you from leaving the room. Yes, those were great. Yes. And and, and the his, more cowbell thing, but... And his little cam and his little cameo in Pulp Fiction was just one of the best things ever. And then you have to remember, he was the Headless Horseman in The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. I want everybody to remember that he was in a goddamn Fatboy Slim video, and he's an amazing dancer. And he was in Batman Returns. Is Max Shrek? Hell yeah! Dogs growling like it doesn't like Batman Returns. What the hell's your problem? That uh, film's great. So let's see. Things it's, were... that's a film that I know we've talked about it before, but that is a film that, by all rights and accounts, should never have been made. It shouldn't have had kids' toys associated with no, it. No, it really should. It shouldn't have been Happy Meal adjacent at all. I um I started a list because we you know we did our. I was going to open this up like, man, that was we had to recover from the Xanadu commentary. That's why there's been a gap as we had a <laughs> recovery period from the insanity. Then oh, I was like, what other movies are we going to Oh, get ready. I've got ideas for more commentaries. I just thought of one the other day, and it's I feel like I need to do it now before we have to do a posthumous thing is I want to do Top Secret. Oh, for Val Kilmer? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that would be a good one, but... Because it's, it's the dudes from Air, that, that did Airplane and Airplane 2. Yeah. It's the same thing, and it's, it spoofs spy movies and other stupid things. I'm like, and it's Elvis movies, because he sings in it. Like, <laughs> Here's something that a lot of people don't realize. Um, basketball. A lot of people think that it was written, that it was all Parker and Stone. No. It was actually um, the guys that directed Airplane, Top Secret, all that. They came to Parker and Stone with that idea. And one just wanted to cast them in, and Parker and Stone were like, "Fuck yeah!" Let us, let us, uh, let us help write some of this. Let's rewrite some shit. Yeah. So I'm. So yeah, that's. Because there's definite things in there that you know have the fingerprints of Trey Parker and Matt Stone on it. I think that's why Basketball works so well as a movie. It's the perfect blend of Parker and Stone plus the zaniness of fucking the yeah, airplane movies the, and shit. The framework was already there, like yeah. the comedic intelligent part yeah was already there and then all trey parker and matt stone had to do was add the wackiness mm -hmm. that sometimes hides the intelligence behind their humor the dudes yeah. are not stupid no the book of mormon if anything <laughs> should tell you yeah. that these dudes are not dumb they're talking about filming that i know josh gad has been posting about if they were to do a hamilton style book of mormon who'd watch yeah. it and i'm thinking everybody in the world's going yes yes please I, this came up in a memory on Facebook and it was uh, something I came up with after watching Hamilton on Disney and watching bloody, bloody Andrew Jackson at stage two. Yeah. Is I want a musical about Ulysses Grant, but all the songs have to have that grimy bar feel of a George Thorogood song. Cause Grant was an alcoholic. That would be an interesting musical. <laughs> I didn't say it would be a good musical. I just said it would be an interesting musical. <laughs> well, we don't know. It could be. It could be good. Um, and 
other films that I want to do commentary on, I believe I already sent you my idea. Wild Wild West. That was the one I couldn't think of. I was going to write it down because Batman and Robin is on my list. Yeah, but I right after Batman and Robin, I think Wild Wild West needs to be the one right after. And, and then we could do Top Secret. And so, and the reason I thought it was funny is that you sent me that out of left field about Wild Wild West is because, you know, I'm a Kevin Smith fan, so we know the John Peters story. Yep. About... Giant how, Spider Act 3. How the Act 3 had to have a giant spider in it for uh, Superman Lives. I, I wonder. I, I've never have read that script. The one I don't that, have it. So. The, one, the one that I let you borrow. Um, does it? I'm assuming it must have the giant spider in that draft. Oh, I don't have that. You let me borrow Witching Hour. Oh, shit. Okay. I well, don't have Superman I'll, Lives. I'll look at that when I get home. But uh, John Peters was also uh, making uh, working on helping produce or make a Sandman movie. Of Neil Gaiman's property. And had and the same the exact the damn thing, a giant fucking mechanical spider of some kind was in the third act. And and uh, Neil Gaiman leaked it to show exactly how absurd it was. And everybody just straight shit on that script. It's so good that it didn't get made that way. Because um, what he has done with the Netflix show is awesome. Yeah. Like, it is. I've listened to the audiobook, The first volume audible did a play and it was good and then there's, <laughs> there's some differences they've changed some things mainly so that the people who read the comic will watch the show and still not know what's going to happen because if you've read the comic and they do a straight panel for panel what's the point in watching it <laughs> right <laughs> bless you stupid allergies so i uh there was a couple things he said that that's why they changed them from the comic for the show was just so the readers would be kept on their toes too. Right. And not just the people who are watching the show for the first time, but there are scenes. <laughs> are you going to make it? You got any Kleenex up in here? Oh, or in that door over there. All right. I'll go over there. Keep talking. Um, that there are scenes that are, you can tell were just ripped out of a panel, like visually. Right. And, uh, I mean, the cast is really good. Keep talking. I'm trying to remember, like, I'm trying not to spoil it because you've not seen it. But the, the guy they got to play Sandman, playing Morpheus, <laughs> looks like he did in the comic. I'd like to point out, let me get back over here by the microphone. I would like to point out that I have also never actually read the Sandman comics. So Neither I'm have I. going to go in completely blind. Neither have I. I've listened to the Audible book with like Kat Dennings and James McAvoy and some people like that. It was, it was good. Well, I need to listen to that now. Yeah. And they're um, doing a second fault. They're doing a second one. <clears throat> um, my, my friend Ellie, when she was down here, uh, just this past weekend with me, we were listening to um, the audio book of Neil Gaiman's uh, nonfiction uh, book, uh, View from the Cheap Seats, mm. which is a collection of little essays and things that he's written for random things. And a lot of that was really good, too. Have you, I don't know if you, well, you don't have Twitter. Because it's Neil Gaiman himself reading them. Yeah. Oh, you want, if you want to know how to pronounce a lot of these Viking words, get the audio, audio book version of his Norse mythology book. Oh, I bet. he reads it all. Nice. 
And uh, they're, I mean, they got Brienne of Tarth plays Lucifer Morningstar. Fuck yeah. Gwendolyn Christie. And um, really, aside from her, a couple of other like actors that pop in, like from like Doctor Who. But from, I've oh. never heard of any of these people. Shit, speaking of Game of Thrones, have you watched House of the Dragon yet? No. Okay. I don't know if I will. I don't know. Like there's like I've said, there's so Audible many gasp. There's so many shows that I'm yeah, so I, like I know. And this isn't one I wanted. Mm. I I didn't especially like I like still somebody's like I don't care how good uh, House of the Dragon is. I'll still watch this knowing that Bran becomes fucking king. <laughs> it's not going to redeem the ending of Game of Thrones, no. <laughs> Obviously. Um but my my mom's taking issue with it because it's a little slow starting because there there's not a whole lot of action yet. It's a lot of um um it's basically a lot of uh politics building. And so because you you're leading up to a civil war of dragons. I mean, you've got to give some backstory. Yeah. But I I keep telling her I'm I keep reminding her I'm like there's going to be a civil war fought with dragons. Just keep watching. <laughs> so it's it is good. It's just you know it like I, it is a little bit slow going so far. Yeah, I haven't even watched Westworld yet. Oh my god! It's just so many shows, not enough time. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Westworld just happened. Westworld's one of my favorite shows ever, so that was one that I was always going to stay like, up on. Like I let it. I'm letting. I've missed a couple episodes on my recording, so I got to get episode seven and eight recorded. Ah. And then I've got them all, and then I can just binge. I don't have to wait a week. Now, I am... I haven't watched Miss Marvel, but I am up to date until... Except for the episode that came out today of She-Hulk. I haven't started any of those. It is good. It is funny. It is a... Uh, she... It's a courtroom comedy thing. Yeah, someone called someone called it Law, Law and Order MCU. <laughs> it, it kind of is. Like... And she she breaks the fourth wall, so there's a bit of that office like talking to the camera bit going on. Excellent. Like I'm, like, I'm like all for she's that. like, oh, you're probably wondering why am I a Hulk? Well, let me tell you how this happened, and then you know we get her quick origin story. Ah. And they they've brought back Mark Ruffalo for that. They brought Tim yeah. Roth back from the Edward Norton Hulk. I heard I heard that both of them were in it. Yeah. And there's a scene, and it's one of those like you'd have to like pause it and zoom in on like her phone or her computer. She's watching or looking at a news article or something, and the page where it says related articles like you might be interested in, it has little hyperlinks. One of them said, why is there a giant person sticking out of the ocean? And that's from the end of Eternals. Oh, yeah. And then the other one was, uh, man fights with metal claw, iron, like metal claws in bar brawl. Oh, nice. I'm like, so they just made a Wolverine reference. And they reference the Eternals movie. Nice. In a little subtle thing. Because they got it. You got to. You can't just have like a blank web page with only the one highlights. You have to make it look real. Yeah. So they just put little Easter eggs there. That's the thing I love the most about Marvel is you can watch. You can watch shit like five times over and still catch little shit. Yeah. There's quite a few things for that that I think is funny. And the. Have you seen all the stuff about Star Lord's grandma? Uh, no. They're memes. Oh. So, 
it's a gag that they use in the first episode, but it's a huge debate on whether or not Steve Rogers was a virgin when he went into the ice. Or not. I assume he was. He, him and Peggy hadn't done anything yet. But he was surrounded by a bunch of USO girls when he was on that USO tour. Well, that's true, because um, What's-Her-Nuts from Game of Thrones practically threw herself at him. Yeah, that was during the first Avenger. Yeah, then that was Natalie Dormer for that one. Yeah. But there was this one girl... To be, to be fair, I think anybody would have a hard time turning down Natalie Dormer. There was, yeah, right. There was one girl, the woman that came up to him on the USO tour, and I think she wasn't one of the USO girls. I think she may have just been somebody in the city. And... I guess they decided that he he did. He lost his virginity in like 1943 during the USO tour. And so everybody, everybody's like, it was this actress. Well, I, I don't know that somebody out there might correct me, but I want to say the actress that was in Captain America and the first Avenger, they're saying did this is the same actress that played Star-Lord's mom. But this is in the 40s, so that would be his grandma. Okay, so I've got to find out. Well, I'm going to look up <clears throat> now why. I'm okay, now I'm confused. Okay, so the same actress that played Star Lord's mom, I think, played this actress in the Captain America First Avenger movie. I'll find out. Okay. That I mean, that'd be a hell of a trick for Star Lord to be part part. Uh, According to James Gunn. This actress here from the first Avenger is Star-Lord's grandma. Wow. And I don't know why he said that. Yes, it is. Laura Haddock played Star-Lord's mom, Meredith Quill, in Guardians of the Galaxy. She's also an autograph seeker in first Avenger. She's a groupie. Huh. So everyone on the internet's like, oh, so Captain America's his grandpa. They're like, no, you met his grandpa. His grandpa was in the hospital when his daughter was dying of cancer. Yeah. He's the one that chased Star-Lord out into the field when he yeah. got abducted. Just because grandma banged Captain America doesn't mean she got pregnant. Right, right. <laughs> that would be that would be pretty funny, though, that if Star-Lord was so, Rogers. So people are pointing that out like, hey, this is the same actress. Is this like his... <laughs> his grandma or something. And they're like, she's like, yeah, that is, it's, it's Star-Lord's grandma. So James made that canon. Didn't say anything about, oh, they, they had sex. But now that the Marvel has decided that, oh, he did have sex on the USO tour in 1943. The, the internet has decided just zeroed in on this actress. Like there it is. She took Captain America's virginity and then she gives birth to Star-Lord. <laughs> Well, she gives birth to Star-Lord's mom, who then, yeah. yeah. So, what, that, that does kind of open up some interesting things, though. If, if, in fact, <laughs> if, in fact, it was true. If, let's just go down this rabbit hole just for, the, <laughs> just for shits and giggles. Okay, so, let's say, for the sake of argument, Captain America banged this USO chick and got her pregnant. And she has Meredith Quill. So that means Meredith Quill technically has super soldier serum genes. 
Because that shit passes down. Yeah. If, unless I'm very mistaken. It should. So maybe that was, and maybe that was what drew ego to her in the first Ooh. place. Because he knew that she could produce a child with him that would, you know. Ooh, I don't think the internet's caught on to this idea yet. I like this. I like where this is going. Because, I mean, Ego may not have been able to have sex with just any normal human. Maybe it had to be someone with, you know, special genes like that. It's the uh, Superman Wonder Woman thing from Mallrats, right? Kind of, sort of. Because, <laughs> because, okay, because Ego's basically a celestial. Am yeah, I not, am he's, I, he's a god, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the only person that would be strong enough to carry a kid... Now, granted, him banging her still resulted in cancer, apparently. Well, he he did that on purpose, I think. Like he 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 makes like I gave her the cancer, not like like oh that was a side effect. He made it sound like he purposefully gave her the tumor in her brain. I have to rewatch number. I have to rewatch Guardians too. Yeah, he made it. He made it sound like he did that on purpose because he was. She did what he needed. He was done. And he didn't want to go back to that planet anymore because if he kept going back, he would never go back. He'd grow old and die with her. Right. So he had to kill her. He had to. He had to remove the temptation. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he, that is how he phrased it. Yeah, that. But that's hilarious. I just think it's funny because now everyone's like, "Oh my God, can you imagine if, you know, Captain America were to rip, run back into Star Lord?" What's <laughs> <laughs> up, grandson? Fuck your grandma. Fuck your grandma. I'm grandma's boy. What you going to do? <laughs> did wait, did. Okay. Now I'm, now I'm double thinking. I don't think star Lord and cap ever fucking met. Star Lord met Tony. True. Oh, I don't think they ever did. Maybe on that battlefield in Endgame. Well, in Endgame, Yeah. But he would have, he would be like, who the fuck is, well, no, he would know who the fuck captain America is because that he would have already been canon for that. He when he was growing up. Yeah. He, he would have they he known, known who Captain America is. He just would have been like, holy shit, Captain America's alive? So, I guess, because Star-Lord got sucked off of Earth before everybody found Cap. Yep. So, I, uh, there's that little bit. Now, I mentioned earlier, I saw this picture of Evan Peters from American Horror Story where he's wearing, like, the skull face paint. And I thought, why don't we cast him as the Joker in a movie? I mean, he would be a good one. I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to wrap my head around them doing Joker two with fucking Lady Gaga. <sighs> See, like that. I don't need that. I, I feel like I didn't need the first one, so I don't really care about the second. Fine, it's its own universe as long as it doesn't attempt to try to connect to anything else DC continuity wise. I'm okay with it. Welcome. Here, I have an idea. Now, this is granted. People are gonna have to go on this little ride with me for a bit. Because we're going to try to redeem the Suicide Squad and and Suicide Squad. We're going to put them the first one and the second. We're going to redeem them both. Actually, I'm just trying to redeem Leto. Because Leto, while he is weird, is not a bad actor. Yeah. Granted, he takes weird roles like Morbius. I'm not going to attempt to redeem that because I haven't seen it yet. But I have this idea or this vision. Because what everybody really took, took issue with with the Joker was how different Jared Leto was from any other Joker. The tattoos, the grill, blah, blah, blah. Well, if, 
he didn't want to do what had already been done before. And right. I get and I get that. So he just went out into left field as far as he possibly could. So I have I kind of I kind of I didn't have a problem with that because I was like, you know, if you're going if you're going to go if, if you're going you don't to take want to be compared, like that, yeah, you, you don't want to be compared do something to Heath. different. You can't just be the same shit. You don't want people being like, "Oh, he's trying to be Heath Ledger. He's going to go completely the other direction." Yeah. So here's my idea of how they can dial it back a bit and still keep him as a Joker and make him become more of the Joker everybody expects. To a point. Is you have the scene like clearly Birds of Prey, Harley is gone. And she's she's over it. She's fucking kicked him to the curb. She's left him. So you open up on the Joker distraught and angry. He's heartbroken. He doesn't know what the hell this means or what this is supposed to mean. Because he's a sociopath. Like, he's a psychopath. Like, he doesn't know this shit. So you have him laughing, because that's what he does. He doesn't cry. He laughs. Mm-hmm. He's in looking in a mirror, and you see he's scrubbing the makeup off. The tattoos are just shit he's drawn on. <laughs> he's, he's scrubbing the fucking damaged off his forehead. He's popping the stupid grills out. And he's... He, he, you want to do a shower scene with him ripped with all his muscles? Fine. All the tattoos, gone. It was all an act. It was him trying to reinvent himself from a different image of the Joker like people thought of in Gotham. Because hmm. the Joker, like, who cares, he's, he's a walking punchline. So he reinvented himself. Maybe it was because, well, he's got to be, he's with a girl named Harley. He's got to be, look like a badass, right? I think it'd be funny just to have it where he's, you see him taking off the mask of the Joker that nobody was happy with. And you're left with plain white face, normal teeth, green hair, purple suit. Okay. What does that have to do with the Joaquin Phoenix Joker? Nothing. Fuck that Joker. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought. No. I thought this like was I going said, somewhere no, else. <laughs> Joaquin is his own universe. Him and Lady Gaga can fucking dance down the concrete steps all by themselves. I was so confused. I thought you were tying all that all together. No, I'm not. Like, I'm trying no. to. I'm trying to like tie into more Affleck Batman. Yeah. Keep Leto as a Joker, okay. and connect both Suicide Squads, and kind of let the James Gunn universe take over. Like, Affleck's supposed to be back for Batman at some point. Yeah, go ahead and give James Gunn a Batman movie. Could you imagine? It'd be much like Suicide Squad if you gave James Gunn a Batman movie. Affleck's Batman would be the only, would be the straight guy. He'd be the serious, the only thing that's not wacky, stupid, funny. I, he, he would be the Idris Elba or the Will Smith. <laughs> I think I have the idea. I think I, I think we got this. You give James Gunn Batman a death in the family. Okay. Because you get Bruce Wayne and then you have Bruce Wayne's misfit family. And if you do death in the family, you can actually have that take place. Supposedly, that's what's taken place in B Batman versus Superman is Robin's dead because right. of the spray painting on the armor. So yeah. this would, that would take place prior to that's it. That is okay. So he kills he kills Robin. Batman goes ballistic and beats the fuck out of Joker. See, the original thought I think for the story was that's why he has damaged tattooed here mm-hmm. is so Batman sees it and remembers yeah. I almost won. Yep. 
And the reason he's got the metal teeth is because Batman knocked them all out. Right. Let's not go that far with it, but that's why he's wearing them, is he wants Batman to remember. Yeah. It's, it's everything. A, all the tattoos, all of that stuff it, is. It's all, always a big fuck you to Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Always. All of that is just him every day. He's putting that stuff on because he's laughing. <laughs> when Batman sees me, he's going to remember. Yep. I pushed him that close to breaking that one rule. He was right there. Mm-hmm. I want almost one. And then that's. He, yeah. Hell, you he could even have the movie start with. That's what he's doing. He's putting the shit on like he's drawing it on like it's not permanent. If you want to go the reverse of my thing where he's putting on his new his big middle finger to Batman outfit. Yeah. I, I think that's what they should do. I think give Leto a chance. Just give him You need to have a director who's gonna rein his weirdness in a bit. You don't need to let let Leto just go full out weird full on him. <laughs> yeah, you need to you need to dial him back to keep him contained. Cause I feel like maybe that was part of the problem was Maybe David Ayer was just like, that's great. Let's just do that. And every every idea that Jared Little had, I'll do this. I'll do that. Well, I, th- I think David Ayer's problem was the fact that the studio kept fucking with the goddamn movie. True. But, you know, whatever. Um, but no, the, um, the thing that can. Like, I don't feel we need the I don't I don't feel we need a sequel. To, I don't feel we need a sequel to Joker. And they're make and Lady Gaga, I guess, is going to be Harley Quinn in that one. Yes. I don't. Is she going to be just a doctor in the med- the mental facility? And supposedly it's going to be like a semi, like a quasi musical. I don't, I don't really know what the fuck's going on. <sighs> I don't know what the fuck's going on. But if you're looking for things to cut from your budget, yeah, Warner, <laughs> there you go. What's your budget on that? Can we can we not do that Joker movie? Can I get you to refund the budget from the first Joker movie? I liked the first Joker movie. It was it was good. It was okay. it was it was a good it was a good standalone film, which is exactly why I don't think it needs more. If you just take that film as what it was, just a standalone about a man going fucking insane. Because I'm it's basically what's the what's the movie where what's the movie that Scorsese did where it's basically De Niro going insane? Is it Taxi Driver? Yeah. It's a taxi driver. Yeah, it's basically tax. It's basically taxi driver for in you know circa twenty twenty. Yeah, almost. Here's a here's a good note. I don't have anything else. I was going to end it on this since you mentioned taxi driver the other day. I can't remember. We were talking to short round about something, and uh, he, I've not made this reference in front of him at all, and he act. He said, "You talking to me?" <laughs> In a little two-year-old voice talking to me. I was like, did he just, did he just De Niro me? What the hell? Like, I have not made that reference in front of him. Like, it's not one that, like, constantly comes out. Like, I'll, I'll quote Mallrats, Clerks, and Kevin Smith shit all day long, but. <laughs> I don't know, every once in a while you do some Joe Pesci. Some Pesci, yeah. Initially, that's what I thought. I was like, but no, that's the, you laughing at me. Am I funny to you? Am I funny to you? We'll make you left him like a clown to you. Yeah. He's come out of retirement to work on something with Pete Davidson. Uh, wow. He's going to play his dad. This timeline just gets weirder and weirder the longer it goes on. It does. I, I tell you, we're just, the, the simulations run out of code and it's just making shit up as we go now. 
<laughs> it's just recycling chunks I, of code. I don't even know what's happening anymore. Swear to God. Uh, we can't end it on that because I forgot about one thing. I told you about a weird dream I had while I was on vacation. I had a dream that Disney redid Greece, but with but it was in the Monsters Inc. and Monsters University universe. <laughs> I was so telling was some people that. So it was basically like Wazowski and Sully in high school, and it was and it was Greece. So my question is, who is uh? Which one is um, Travolto? Which one's Danny? Right? Yeah, which one's Zuko? Is it uh, Sully or is it Wazowski? Zuko's got to be Sully. So that means Wazowski is Kanicki, and so he's... Uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I had a bass backwards. Um, Zuko has got to be... Yeah, Danny Zuko has got to be um, Wazowski. Sully's got to be Kanicki. So Kanicki, so Sully is the low-key rapist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, yeah. <laughs> um, I I don't think they would play it like that in the Monsters universe. So this is granted. But, but, I, the, but my reasoning was because I've never seen Sully have a love interest. Mike has the the high, the Jennifer snake, Tilly. The snake-headed gal. I think it's and Jennifer I figured Tilly. she would be Olivia Newton-John's character. Well, yes, that'd be great. Oh. Now, I don't know who the other fucking pink ladies would be. Who cares? <laughs> I um I I know exact I the um I'm watching you Wazowski that Ross? that person is definitely the 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 principal the the announcer on the fucking radio <laughs> boom, boom, boom. yeah she's definitely that she's definitely that person that's great I, I I'd watch that but then like I told you a, another idea and granted we need to do a whole episode of this I need to get a hold of the puppet master that's what I'm calling him to like <laughs> until I find a better name. Is to have him come on this show is I want to see Muppets Grease. Yep. And Muppets Grease too, because we the only reason I want a Muppets Grease is so we can get, get to, to Muppets, Muppets Grease too. And then of course Scarlet's like, why? That's horrible. And somebody else said that like that's the most horrible movie ever. Like why would you do a sequel like Grease? I'm like, can you imagine though Muppets Grease where Michelle Pfeiffer's character is played by Camilla? So cool rider is chicken squawking. <laughs> <laughs> I need a block, 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 block. <laughs> a block, 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 block. Because <laughs> then I was like, so if we cast, if we go with, uh, mm. we go Muppets Grease, Kermit would be Danny, obviously. Yeah, uh huh. And Piggy is Olivia Newton John. No. What? Piggy is a Rizzo. Come on. No way would Piggy be Miss Olivia Newton John. Piggy is too much of a Rizzo. Okay, this is going to get weird real fast. So, on the Muppets TV show they did that was kind of like The Office? Yeah. Natalie Dormer voiced a uh, other female pig that was dating Kermit. Oh. So we use her. Okay. As the Olivia Newton-John character. Because then I'm like, Fozzie would be Kanicki. <laughs> Fozzie would be Kanicki, yeah, absolutely. Then you Definitely can, less rapey. <laughs> he would be, but then you downplay Kanicki as just an idiot. Yeah, 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 100%. And I don't know, Gonzo would be somebody else. <laughs> I don't know who's going to be Crater Face. I mean, the Jesus. other the other guy that they race at the end. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh, my God. And, of course, Grease Lightning would be Fozzie Studebaker. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> the Electric Mayhem's playing at the fucking dance instead of uh, whoever it was. 
Um, when they're doing the American Bandstand shit? Yes. It's the Electric Mayhem. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my god, this is brilliant. The Electric Mayhem are there for every musical number two, and they just pop up whenever there's a song playing. Yeah, they just, they're just bam, there. They're just there. They're just there. All right, come on. I don't know what Disney owns the Muppets. Come on. I got ideas. I, I, I really think Disney should just lean fucking hard into that. Just make Muppets parodies of goddamn I mean, everything. they did Muppets Haunted Mansion, which I haven't watched. But why not? Just like anything that they already own. Do a Muppets Pirates of the Caribbean. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, they've got all the Fox properties. Oh my God. Muppets Alien. Muppets Predator? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, they, was they own they own that? They could, you could do the you know there's Muppets Lego, Avengers? Yeah, I was gonna say they could done Lego Avengers, Muppets Avengers. Oh my god. A Muppet Star Wars adaptation, kinda like the Family Guy Star Wars thing. But I'm kind of. I got. I got to admit, I'm a little shocked they've not done that. I'm. I think back when the Muppet Show originally yeah, aired, I think pigs they did space. do a spoof of it. Yeah, he had pigs in space because that was more of a Star Trek parody. No, I think no. I'm pretty sure they actually legitimately yeah, I, did do a Star I Wars have a, spoof. Like I do. I I'm, kind I of remember seeing Miss Piggy, Piggy with the, as Pink as mm-hmm. Princess Leia and Kermit as uh, Luke. Yes. So yeah, why not just do a full on? Which which is really Gonzo funny. Which there. is really funny now because you know. Kermit and Piggy, you know, yeah, you, they didn't but, know at the time that Luke and Leia. I think were I swear, I think I think Gonzo was Vader. Because yeah, I I have this picture of the the Vader helmet with the nose. Like yep, I, I think so. I think Fozzie was Han. That yeah, that sounds about right. I I want to say that that was a thing. I'm pretty sure that was a skit. We have to look this up. I'm I'm about nine hundred percent sure that that was a skit of some sort, in some incarnation of the Muppet Show. Episode four seventeen. That actually had Mark Hamill on. There it is. That's why. Yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. They actually have Mark Hamill on the Muppet Show. I forgot about that. And Chewbacca was there. While we're talking shit about the Muppets, hey Disney, can you like, like touch up Muppets tonight and put it available on streaming? Because we kind of miss that one. So, uh, at work, I have to get on Google Meet phone calls every now and again, mm-hmm. and I hate the having the office in the background. Yeah. And normally I change it up. Like in the middle of winter, it'll be Hoth. Mm-hmm. I'll have it be Hoth, and I'll have my hat on and my beard because I don't shave. And everyone's like, "Oh, Justin, you look cold," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's." Cause I'm on Hoth. <laughs> uh, I changed it to the archways from the opening of the Muppet show. Nice. So now when everyone's looking around, like on their screen, you got all those little windows, I'm just there going back and forth like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I did it one time. I set it as Pee Wee's playhouse. Was, my, <laughs> was the background. And someone went, Justin, are you in Pee Wee's playhouse right now? I'm like, yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> Make a like a high, make a hiney ho, bitches. Today's secret word is, you know. <laughs> Every now, it gets to the point where now they're like, what background is he going to have today? <laughs> like now it's a running gag. It's a running. Oh, I had a whole, I, I had it. I had the Firefly Funhouse. Oh, that's back, amazing. As a backdrop one time. I had Cloud City. Yeah. Lex Luthor's Lair from Superman 78. 
Hell yeah. The 1966 Batcave. Nice. One of the other cartoon Batcaves with like the giant coin in the background. All <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Got all kinds of <clears throat> backdrops. We uh, I actually spec is thinking since you mentioned Jombie, I had his box. The backdrop was the box and it was open with like this big black thing. So it's just my floating head in the middle. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. OK, so I know we didn't get around to the uh, cursed musicals, but we'll get there eventually. Oh, this, yes. this time we just had a lot of news and shit to catch up on. And I had some shit to get off my chest. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a, I guess, hey, Hollywood, except for anybody associated with Warner Brothers at this point. If, if, if the if the people that still have sanity at Warner Brothers want to jump ship and start a new studio, hire us. Yes, please. We'll we'll come up with good ideas. <laughs>